Everybody and welcome to episode six of the Run Around Town podcast. This is a Traverse City Traverse <laughs> Traverse City Track Club production, and my name is Jeff Hauser, and I have Jesse Hauser and our super super special guest host Lisa Taylor. Lisa, welcome. hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks Absolutely. for being here today. Yeah, thank you. Kayla uh, is taking a little vacation today, but uh, so she'll be back. Know. Yeah, she'll, she'll be, be back. back. Don't worry about it. But Lisa. First of all, tell us about yourself if, in case people don't know who Lisa Taylor is. So I'm the um, executive director of the Traverse City Track Club, which is uh, a new thing for the club in the last three years. And so I call myself the worker bee, uh, the staff person for the club to help us keep our programs and events and mission moving forward. Absolutely. That, I mean, that's 100% true. You know, there's there's so much that goes on behind the scenes to make all the things that the Traverse City Track Club is happen. And Lisa Taylor is leading that charge, whether it's, you know, setting up the, the grant cycles or, you know, uh, determining where your membership fees go or setting up fun runs. You know, she has her hands kind of in everything Track Club related. So very, very excited to have her on. And just being a consistent presence in all of the events that we do, fun runs, the races. It's nice to see you there for, for all of it. It's really cool. And you know, you know Lisa from back in the day too, I huh? I do. Well, I love this story, so I'll tell it again. Good. But <laughs> um, Lisa was the cross-country coach and long-distance coach for the Traverse City Central High School when I went there and I was a sprinter. Did not enjoy much more than a mile. Let's be honest, I didn't enjoy a mile yeah. either. But Lisa gave me my first pair of spikes. She saw that I had something inside of me, even though I didn't see it and I didn't know. She had the the faith and took me to her car, went to her trunk, found me some spikes, and um, I've been passionately running ever since. And thank goodness I've gotten a little bit faster and a little bit more endurance. <laughs> well, it's so enriching for a coach to see a runner from high school continue on their running in their adult life. And that's a big goal that I have as a coach. And so I just am so excited when I see that Jess has run half marathons and marathons. And mm-hmm. it's really cool because yeah. now she knows she's a runner. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of big goals, it's time for the training log. So Lisa, uh, one thing we'd like to do for this episode is talk about running resolutions and running goals for 2020. Yeah, happy any? new year, everyone. Yeah. yeah. I, I, my goal is to run um, three to five miles every other day throughout the entire year. And um, a lifelong commitment that I've made is I never let more than two days pass without a run. So I'm just going to stick with my plan and resolve to to keep it rolling as long as I can. And I hope that uh, that kind of program will see me running when I'm in my, let's see, 60s, 70s, and 80s, which are the only decades that await me. Maybe <laughs> 90s. I don't know. Um, so that's it. <laughs> that's very cool. How about you, Jess? Um, this year, just stay healthy. Stay healthy, have fun. Um, yeah, just and, run the races that I like doing and continue loving running. Yeah. Any big Bayshore? Uh, <laughs> uh, th- this year, this year for Bayshore, I've got some different goals. I'm supposed to have a baby that day. Uh-huh. So <laughs> All right. I will not be at the start line. I might be cheering, um, but yeah, Jeff and I are going to have a baby this spring. The announcement spring. has been made. <laughs> and, uh, it's official. Do, do, I kid you not, Bayshore Day. So, so yes. we've, got, we've got that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah my, my real running goals are just try and continue to to move. Um, running has been hard. Well, that's awesome. It's, that's yeah. awesome. And Congratulations. Looking, yeah, and she's looking fantastic oh, for 20 you. weeks, <laughs> I must say. So Yes, we are at the halfway point as of recording. Yeah. So this means you're going to probably name your baby something like Bluff Road or <laughs> McKinley. Oh, McKinley. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yes. Oh, I think that's a great name. Yeah, Wayne. We'll name it Wayne. Wayne Hill. E- email us if you <laughs> I'm so down for that. <laughs> Wayne Hill Hauser. That's, oh my gosh. That is a good name. 
Oh, um, poor girl, if it's a girl. Yeah, Whoops. she's still going to be Wayne. <laughs> but, mm. uh, and for my uh, running resolutions for 2020 is just to kind of get healthy again. Uh, 2019 was a little bit of a, a rough, rough year for running. You know, you always look back at your Garmin or Strava results year over year, 2017, 2018, 2019. And this year was unfortunately the, the lowest mileage I've had in a couple of years just due to some injuries. Uh, I've been taking care of them, getting massage, getting acupuncture, stretching, doing all the PT that I know how to do without actually paying for PT, though I might call you Dina soon. Um, <laughs> and just trying to get healthy again because I'd really like to, uh, pending uh, Wayne Hill's uh, uh, <laughs> debut, debut uh, I'd really like to toe the line of Bayshore and run a full marathon this year. It's been a good year for you to practice resting. Yep. Especially yeah. after Ironman. And one thing that I'll talk about later is patience is a virtue in running. So just keep that in mind. But let's talk about the monthly intervals and splits. Jess. All right. So this month's fun runs, um, as always, they're on Wednesdays at 6.30 uh, p.m. that is. And don't forget to bring your lights, reflective gear. Remember you're out there representing runners of all kinds. Um, be a good steward. Um, so January 8th, uh, we are at Silver Spruce, and it's a free pizza party. Lisa? And I'm gonna, we're going to talk more about the many benefits of the Traverse City Track Club membership, inclu oh, yes. including at least three, four, or five pizza parties. We really like pizza. Fun yes. Yeah, we're, we're, a, we're a pizza running club, that's for sure. Pro tip, run the three mile so you can get the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get there faster. Um, January 5th, we will be at Earth and Ales, and they will um, they let us have a potluck at that location. They're great. Uh, so bring a dish to pass. Also, try to remember to bring your own reusable silverware and plates. Help us reduce the waste, not just for the earth, but for Earth and Ales. Um, we don't want to be a burden to them. Mm -mm. And oh my gosh, the food is so good at the potlucks. So that's January 15th at Earth and Ales. Then January 22nd, we're at the State Street Marketplace. And then January 29th, we're at the workshop. And this month's trail run, so as always, they are the third Thursday. And you can find out more information on their Facebook page. And there's an event page for this one, January 16th at 6 p.m. at Miller Creek. So that's, you'll park at the South Airport Running Fit and meet there. It's going to be a snowshoe romp. Um, and you're, oh, and don't forget your headlamp because it's going to be dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and your hosts are going to be Crystal Miner and Jennifer Teeples. So have fun there. Yeah, we've heard some really great things about that, uh, the trail series. If you've never gotten out for a trail run, this is kind of like a... A nice thing to ease you into it you know you got experts who are tr expert trail runners who can kind of give you tips if you're uncomfortable with taking to the trails this winter so if you're interested uh, make sure you head out to that one and that event should be on Facebook along with the uh, the website tctrackclub.com it's a great chance to get out there you don't have to do it alone mm-hmm uh, but now it's time for a little bit of the aid station. So this is where we provide a fun little monthly tip on running. Uh, especially it's it's cold outside. It's snowing right right now. We're looking outside of our window. And everybody, you know, they might be in that little lull of their training cycle. I know I personally am. I'm not really training for anything. Lisa, are you training for anything right now? No, Specifically just, just, just to three, keep going. Yep. Yeah, just to keep going. Uh, but, you know, everybody who is oh, going to... Actually... Oh, I am training for a 5K in late February. We're going to go out and watch the Olympic marathon trials oh, in Atlanta. Great. Oh, I just had to put that in there because oh, yeah. I'm a super fan of Kayla and I sport. and Carly have been talking about if we could do a girls weekend, but baby might put a wrench in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that that's going to be fun. Yeah, But many people that are going to toe the line of the Bayshore races uh, this coming May are actually going to start their training cycle at the end of this month, January. Mm -hmm. So, you know, here's some tips that can kind of get you to that start of your training program in a little bit more of a healthy fashion than you might think of. So uh, according to active.com, in any given year, this is a crazy stat, 65% to 80% of runners get laid up with an injury. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you thought about any other sport right now that is out there if you said yep you're gonna 65 percent to 80 percent you're gonna get injured most people probably wouldn't do that so you know I, I think it's very important that you know some of those causes are poor footwear uh inadequate core strength you know i know that's one thing i've been working on a lot this year along with uh just overtraining mm -hmm. and you know i think there's that 
I want to get into it, you know, super hard, super, super fast. It's the new year. I got to hit all my resolutions. And sometimes people just go into stuff a little bit too quickly and too hard. Um, you know, especially like due to the lack of time that a lot of runners have, it's, it's really, really hard. So yeah, back to, I mean, a lot of people who start running were maybe like high school cross country runners, or maybe they're in their just finishing up sending their kids off to college and they think they can jump right back in right yeah. mm-hmm. where they were when they were 18. And yeah. so, yes, um, you know, that, that 10% rule is probably one of the most, um, universally agreed upon rule right. for increasing your mileage. Mm-hmm. And that, that 10% rule that Lisa is talking about is say you get a, a training program. It's kind of each week you would not want to increase your weekly mileage by more than 10% from week to week. Because if you're going from, you know, running five miles to running 20 miles the next week, that's a little bit too much of mm-hmm. ramping up. Um, like in, what was it, 2016 when mm-hmm. I, I got a stress fracture in my hip? It was when I, it was the lead up was I was just having so much fun doing races and we did Cleveland and and. Um, Bayshore half marathon. I just was having a ton of fun, but I was adding way too much mileage. Ended up with a stress fracture in my hip, and I won't make that mistake mm-hmm. again. Even yeah. even if you're super training or just having a ton of fun, you got to take care of your body. Yeah, I, th- I think that's it's kind of like you get excited about it. I yeah. know I know a new year comes, and I'm like, all right, Bayshore, then Charlevoix, then you know uh, Detroit, Grand Rapids. Oh, triathlon season! Just I got to do it all. Um, but you know, just having that, okay, patience and respecting that 10% rule. Cause that's, that's really going to help you guys get to that start line healthy and ready to actually take on the pounding of training. This is a little bit of a tangent and sorry to deviate, but because we get so excited about wanting to participate in everything, don't forget you can volunteer. You can yeah. be there and you can volunteer and you can cheer and you can still enjoy that excitement of the event and the race, but you don't have to hurt yourself in the process and you don't have to choose. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the, uh, if, if I ever meet a new runner and they're saying, Hey Jeff, I'm kind of experiencing, you know, this little ache or pain. The first question I always ask them, let me see your shoes. Right. Let me see your shoes. And a lot of them are like, Oh yeah, I've, I had these shoes, you know, I used them in high school and now I'm using them again. <laughs> and you know, it's it's a common thing, but really think about that when you get out and start a new training program. Uh, one of the uh, kind of rules that we always had is, uh, has it been four to six months of consistent use? And are you running about 400 miles on those shows, on those shoes? If the answer to that is yes, then it's probably a time to get some new shoes. Or are they the right shoes for your stride? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And most runners will probably buy three to four pairs per year. You, you right. said mm-hmm. four months, 400 miles, but it varies by runner, some runners. Right. Um, and I've always used the rule that if you are feeling a new pain in both sides of your body, like my knees hurt, my hips hurt, it's time for a new pair of shoes. That's mm-hmm. good advice. Yeah. And we're lucky we don't have uh, running shoes uh, uh, running shoe stores around Traverse City with employees that are just trying to meet commissions. These guys really care about your running. You know, they'll you'll go in there and say, "Do I need a new pair of shoes?" And they'll be honest with you. They'll say, "No, I think you're good." Or, "Hey, I really think that this type of shoe can help your gait." Ask them. You might not have heard of this. It's called a gait analysis. Any running shoe store around town. Uh, such as running fit should be inept to be able to provide you a running shoe and anal- running gait analysis, whether it's on a treadmill or kind of watching you run back and forth uh, on, in the store. So that's one great thing to ask them upon going there. And they can kind of look to see how your, your foot strike is hitting the ground. And this can really help to prevent an injury, especially, you know, the pounding that running takes on your body. Uh, one of the third ones, which I, I find most important, is proper core strength. So I always uh, kind of uh, assimilate uh, core strength with the uh, strong foundation in your house. You know, if you do not have a strong core to work with all those shifts and bumps that come in a house, that house is going to crumble. So and you got to make sure your body is up for that. So when we talk about core, we're talking about the chest, the back, the abs, and the obliques and making sure that we keep our torso upright when we run to reduce kind of that wobbling back and forth. 
So if there's any imbalances in that core stability that you have, that's going to make other parts of your bodies have to overcompensate, which is kind of going to set you up for injury, unfortunately. So how can you uh, make your core stronger? Here's a couple tips that uh, I know Jess and I personally use. One of them is just going to YouTube or Amazon Prime or Google and searching 15-minute core workouts. These are super short and easy workouts that can fit into your busy running schedule and your busy life for that matter. I know, you know, and, and they seriously are 15 minutes. You go there, you watch the TV, you get through the workout, and then you can spend the rest of the 45 minutes getting your hour workout in. You know, that's kind of what I do. And don't be afraid to look in a mirror too and make sure that you're aligning yourself like the person on the television is doing because that's hard when you're not in a gym setting or having someone there to correct you. Don't be afraid to take the time, pause the video and really think, okay, am I holding my glutes where they need to be? Am I holding my abs the way that I should? Do I have that flat back? Don't be afraid to pause, get it right because just because you do it in 15 minutes doesn't mean you're doing it right. Great tip. And I'm, I'm guilty of not doing a core workout. <laughs> and um, in, in the occasional time that I enter a race and the gun goes off and I run harder than I would in my normal training run, mm -hmm. the areas where I always feel sore the next day are all the core areas. And mm -hmm. it really makes me aware of how much you really do use your core when yeah. you're running. So maybe I should add to my resolution that I'm going to start doing core workouts. Do a plank here and there. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the, you know, the reason we want to bring these up, you don't need to integrate this into your full year of training. Uh, Jess and I have both integrated these leading into a training program so that, you know, your house, your body is ready for all the, the wear and tear that you're going to put on it from running, but mm -hmm. you'll be so much happier. You'll come out of runs you know, feeling good, feeling stronger instead of, oh, you know, I'm kind of achy here. So we really hope that this has been helpful for you guys and kind of getting you guys ready to toe the line. Uh, I'm going to cut in and kind of disagree a little bit, Jeff. I think that we, <laughs> I'm going to shake it to up. To be fair. <laughs> I, I think that this uh, core workouts are things that you should be doing all year round. It's something that is going to, like for me, I'm on my feet all day at work. And if I'm not holding myself correctly, those core workouts help me with my posture. They're going to help you with back pain, with everything, really. And my hips are my weak point, so they help me with my, my hip strength. What's the class that you take? That... Uh, I take Modus 45. So I've yeah. been doing Modus 45 since the oh since Megan's original location, so probably... It's like 10 years. I've been doing it for, I think, five, because I started after a year you and I met. But anyway, um, I've been doing Modus 45 for about five years mm -hmm. off and on. I do hit it harder leading up to a training. Um, and it's just been so helpful, especially after my hip injury. A lot of the things that we're doing in that class are the same, targeting the same muscles that my PT taught me for mm -hmm. when to strengthen my hips. Yeah. And that helps with your core. It is a total body workout, so you are getting a good balance of things. Um, Megan's not paying me to say this for the yeah. record, but she knows how yeah. much I love it. And it's been really nice seeing a lot more runners in, in the Modus classes. So mm -hmm. I, I do that year round, but I definitely do it more consistently if I am training for yeah. something. And, and some of you might be familiar with what Modus 45 is, what it's typically called is bar class is that right yeah it's a yeah. it's along the lines of a bar class yes yeah yep. targeting um small or um just specific muscle groups so it's almost like a little bit like pilates too um localizing certain things so you're not doing crazy movements it's the same class usually every time so you're able to tailor it to oh i'm not feeling well today or i'm a beginner or you're advanced there's so many different ways to modify and it really, really emphasizes strength in your core and a lot of the things that we're using as runners. Mm -hmm. And they put deals on Up North Live, which is really helpful. Yeah. We okay. eat those up. <laughs> well, well, very good. Well, well uh, that wraps up this part of the uh, the podcast. But, you know, we would really hope that you guys uh, take a look at a few of these tips and uh, hopefully it'll get you stronger and ready to toe the line at the end of January for any of the Bayshore races that you're going to do. Yeah. But Jess, would you kick us off with the Temple Run? Oh, I'd love to. So this is a new year. Welcome to 2020. And we uh, want to introduce and congratulate the new board members. So we had the election. They were announced um, 
not too long ago around Jingle Bell Run. And welcoming to the board member, uh, welcoming to the board, we've got Katie Armstrong, Rose Coleman, Michael Hintz, myself, Jesse Hauser, and we want to say congratulations to Eric Houghton and Jeff Hauser for their re-election. And one more, Michael Harrell. Oh yeah, oh. I had him in my notes. It's Sorry, a great Michael. group. It's oh, a he's going to give me. Sorry, he's going to give me heck for, for not getting him in my uh, my bullet points there. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, and, and it's a really large number of new people coming in, mm-hmm. and our board has been great, and it's just like another crop of people who are going to really help us uh, continue with our mission and you know we're probably in the year ahead going to look at having a strategic planning session so that we can you know really fine-tune things so Mm -hmm. and these are these are going to be great people so yeah and a big thank you to the outgoing board members who have really laid down such a great foundation oh they're awesome the Mm -hmm. the reason why um, a lot of us applied to be new board members so we could be great like them yeah and let's give them a shout out it's Kristen Verrett is uh she's termed out um Chris Stark is uh he's a little bit busy right now with uh, (laughs) raising the family of four do they have three or four Uh, young kids yes yeah and then um we've also got uh Mark Shillette leaving. Um, he's been a great leader. And oh my gosh, I don't want to forget anybody. We have another Christo. Christo Minor. Who's Still. super involved. Going to stay super involved. The trail with, Yep. And then probably um, somebody who's given more to this track club than anybody I can think of is Michelle Whitcup. Yeah. Um, it's just been instrumental mm-hmm. in the growth of our club. So, yeah. um, Lisa, do you want to tell us about the... 2020 racing team now that we're talking about new uh yeah so Kristen Verrett and Jim Graham um have spearheaded the growth of our racing team over the past several years and um it's a it's a great group of people across all age groups who kind of rep rep the club and um they they have some benefits that are above and beyond the, the regular membership representing our club, which, mm-hmm. by the way, thank you, all of you track club people who are out there sporting the running, the runner, the track club runner logo on your gear. Um, it just, it, 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 you're role modeling for other people to become members of our club. And so we really appreciate that. And it's a great way to meet new people. I love going to races and seeing the shirts and not knowing who that person is. And it's a great way to talk to them and and introduce yourself and not be weird. Like, hi, stranger. We have the same shirt on. What's your name? Yeah. Track club. Yeah. Cool. Especially when you're at races out of town. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. So the racing team has men, women, kids, um, it has fast people, it has slow people, it has old people, young people, I already said that, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just... Uh, Run walkers. These people are like um, recognized as the sort of ambassadors of our club, and um, they are, they tend to do really well at competition that has team recognition, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a new group of people coming in for 2020, which will be up on our website really soon if you check out our racing team. Excellent. And anybody can apply to become a member of the racing team. Yeah, uh, I I have loved being on the racing team uh, for the past, I think, two or three years. It kind of it, it has changed the way in which I show up to a race. Uh, you know, I, I show up as an ambassador, as somebody who, you know, is... I hate to say it, like not necessarily a normal runner for the club. You know, you are representing that club, but also you kind of do have like that. Maybe it's maybe it's just me, but that expectation to really perform, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of what the racing team attracts, you know, people that really want to perform on behalf of the track club. And it's so fun to do the things like Farmland 5K or the uh, cherry, cherry Festival. yeah, the Cherry yeah. Festival races as a team and, you know, mm-hmm. really have that team atmosphere uh, pushing to like win, you know, the, the group award. I loved being on the team and being more of a like positivity ambassador because I'm not going to podium every time, but I loved being there sporting a very official singlet and being able to make conversation with other runners and show everybody that the track club 
racing team isn't just about getting on the podium. It's about being out there, making new friends, talking to other runners, thanking the volunteers that are out on the course. Like, like that's one of my favorite things is wearing that singlet, taking the time to say thank you. And you're not, it helps take away some of the pretentious air that sometimes comes with mm -hmm. the, the air quotes racing team, not mm -hmm. necessarily yeah. ours, but just racing teams in general. Yeah. Mm hmm Yep, it's just a simple application process, and um, we are fine-tuning the tenure aspect of it, how long you're on the team, um, um, deadlines for application, the number of people on the team, but um, it continues to grow and um, become um, more uh routine about how you become a member every year now where do you find that application so you just go to the racing team and the uh, on tctrackclub.com yeah. okay. yep yep and uh we usually do that and announce it every year at the beginning of the year so all right now oh go ahead uh one requirement of being on the racing team is you need to be a Travis A. track club member so what do you need to do to become a Travis A. track club member most of you guys listening already are but this is good info to review in case you've got friends who aren't and or you're on the fence but it is a $15 membership best deal in town we could all say it in unison by now we, we best get deal it. in town <laughs> it's the best deal it's in town deal. Uh, with that membership you receive a Traversity Track Club t-shirt which are some of the comfiest shirts I have in my wardrobe early entry into Bayshore registration which I know a lot of people took advantage of this year Access to race entry discounts, the Summer Series and Grand Prix, free entry into the Frozen Foot Race, which is coming up um, pretty soon. Very excited. I'll be run walking that one for mm -hmm. the record. <laughs> and uh, the Jingle Bell Run in December. And so much more. Um, to register and for a complete description of benefits, head over to Traverse, sorry, tctrackclub.com slash membership. Again, that's tctrackclub.com slash membership. And speaking of the Grand Prix, Lisa, do you want to share with the listeners um, the Grand Prix news you told us? Yeah, so, recording? so Grand Prix is a huge benefit for area races that are trying to grow and involve um, our membership. And um, by going online and filling out our application form by January 31st, um, local races can apply to have their race on our series. And so um, it's it's uh, a really quick process and it's free and the benefits are huge. Um, every newsletter links to the Grand Prix series and the point standing and um, it's on our website. We talk about it all the time. So it's um, we really want races to to come right to us get on our program and get ready for the year ahead. So I think the biggest change is we want people to do that by January 31st so we can set our calendar for the 2020 year ahead. Yeah, it's nice to have um, more of a structure. We go to a lot of races, and especially the smaller races just getting started, and they always ask us, how do we get on the Grand Prix? Because it's it's free marketing, honestly. You get out there. People want to come to your race because you can get points for it. And it's it's a great way to get your new little race to be a regular favorite big race. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And uh, the Grand Prix is totally lined up with our mission mm -hmm. to promote walking and running as a healthy form of exercise, to get people outside. So... Um, we don't charge for it. Um, there are many clubs around the country that charge races to be on their Grand wow. Prix. So mm -hmm. um, we are we are so um, fortunate to be able to to address our mission through the Grand Prix program. Mm -hmm. It's a great way to help our community. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of fun community events, Lisa, we got a fun, fun, fun TC Track Club banquet coming up on January 18th, and we have a great, great speaker coming up. Would you? Mind telling us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, Track Club members and, and, and soon families. to be members, soon yeah. to be members and families, um, we have our annual speaker series and award <clears throat> celebration program in just two weeks. Well, let's see, it'll be 10 days from when this airs approximately. It's January 18th at the Haggerty Center. Um, 
NMC Haggerty Center, and it features uh, complimentary hors d'oeuvres and desserts um, and has a cash bar. And our speaker series this year features Adrian Hazlitt, who um, I think a lot of people are going to discover who she is. She's Our speaker series has had famous people like Des Linden, who have won the Boston Marathon. Mm-hmm. We've had like four or five Boston Marathon winners through the years. We've had Bill Rogers. We've had... Hal Higdon, right? We've had Hal Higdon. Yeah. We've had um, just some of the top names in our sport. And um, Adrienne is uh, known for her running because she became a runner after losing her leg in the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing. Mm-hmm. And so she, um, she is quite a runner and she has an inspirational story to tell and so she's our guest speaker and it's just a huge benefit of being a member of our club that you can come to this and all you have to do is pay some cash for maybe a beverage that you'd like (laughs) and it's open to families as well everyone get get your friends and family involved in this and help them see another side of the running community, something so inspirational. The Boston bombings affected everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I think the awards that we offer are a way for other people to be inspired by seeing that you you can be rewarded for your running effort, not just for being a fast runner, but for having other qualities that mm-hmm. go into being, uh, you know, a, a goal-oriented, a dedicated person. person. Mm-hmm. We always look forward to the banquet because it's an event that doesn't involve spandex usually. Right. And we can, uh, <laughs> but it can. <laughs> you want it to. And I think we're um, going to try and get name tags this year because we I'm always push for name tags. We always just feel so bad. We don't do the back when the club was so small, the fun runs, we would go around and say everybody's name. And now it's impossible. We have yeah. 1,045 members. It's, yeah. and, that's crazy. Uh, typically about 200 people show up for our awards. Um, you know, and, and we're going to talk about Bayshore soon, but uh, that benefit of membership, early entry to Bayshore, um, we had our largest ever group of members sign up early. We had almost 400 members sign up early wow. um, on that one day that we offer the early Jeez. registration. That's very cool. So now we're going to transition to a, uh, a fun little new segment that, hey, maybe we'll just bring this in. It's going to be called... Crank calls? Oh, crank, no, we're going to prank <laughs> phone call Jim. No. We are just going to bring in Jim Graham for a moment with president of the Traverse City Track Club, Jim Graham. Hey Jim, how are you? You're on the Runaround Town podcast. Is well, your terrific. is your uh, refrigerator running? Is my refrigerator red? Uh, running. <laughs> running? Yes, my refrigerator is running. Oh, you, you better you better chase it. <laughs> Hi Jim, how are you? Jesse Hauser. <laughs> this is our new segment where we um, we we prank phone call um, you know higher ups in the club. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm good with that. I, I just got in from a run out in the snow, so I'm I'm up to just about anything right now. Happy New Year! How's your New Year going? My New Year is going well. Looking forward to a whole new decade here. And we've got Lisa Taylor here next to us. Hi, Jim. Well, that ought to make for some good conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's It's been a hoot of a time having Lisa in here. We're we're uh, really cranking away at the, the podcast right now. But uh, um, just curious, what uh, how was your run today, and uh, what are your goals for 2020? Well, the run was one of those sort of maintenance survival things that we do in wintertime where we get out there and slog through some snow. It's pretty snowy out here by Sutton's Bay. And I got a face full of snow out of it all, but I got three miles in, so I'm happy. Very good. Are you? And as far as the year is concerned, I'm going to try to get my Grand Prix 100 points in and show up at a few races, so it should be fun. Very, very cool. Now, now say that uh, somebody did not know who Jim Graham was. Uh, you're the president of the track club. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yes, I'm the uh, president of the board of the track club which gives me responsibility in terms of uh, sort of organizing the board, making sure that it functions properly and working closely with our executive director. 
Now, now, and you also uh, host uh, the weekly fun runs. Is that right? Yes, I do, with some help from people. But yes, I, I'm the host. How long have you been doing that? Well, let me see here. I would say maybe about six years. Time goes by when you're having fun. During which our fun runs have just grown so much, and that is a hundred percent because of you and the supportive members that that come out and help you. And so great job on that, Jim, for for really growing. That's a huge part of our club, and its benefit is to have that social social time with other like-minded people. So thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Jim, yeah. well, did, thank you. Did you yes, say? I believe that one of the things we are is a club, and we have to act like a club, and that's one of our sort of clubby things that we do. Jim, did you say you got a face full of snow on your run today? I did. It's snowing pretty well up here in Sutton's Bay. No snow. No ski goggles. No goggles. I, I, they tend to fog up on me. I've never been a goggle person. I'll just take a face of snow out of it. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Jim, I'd love to hear just really quickly. Uh, what are your, some of your running accomplishments? I mean, you always, you always tell me about the, uh, you know, the Columbus Marathon days. And so, what's, what's your marathon PR? Well, my marathon PR is at Boston in 83. It's two hours and 42 minutes. Wow, sweet. But, uh, that was a good one. And, and I went 243 at Columbus, Detroit, Winnipeg. So I ended up doing 21 marathons wow. over a course of many years. Back when they were certainly attended, but nothing like the boom that we're seeing right now. And I'd like to add, I think one of your greatest accomplishments as a runner is that you're in your 70s and you're still running. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Well, thank you. I, I get uh, quite a bit of support by watching the other older runners as well. And when you see that they're out there and doing it, it really does help you to believe that you can do it as well. I, I have two more questions for you, Jim. Uh, sure. Who is your rival in running? Who is my rival in running? That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> He's well, trying you know, to I, I don't do a very good job of it, but but I get out there and I race Dwayne Amato quite a bit. Uh, he seems to win on those most often. <laughs> also, uh, one of my training partners, Kelly Slater, is, I, I don't know if we're rivals because we're, well, I, I guess you could say that, but uh, I believe it was last year when we ran the uh, zombie run. And we didn't finish right next to each other, but we did finish with exactly the same time. I like calling it a, a motivator, not a rival. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's it's you know it's there's nothing wrong with being competitive. I think competition brings out the best in us. Agreed. And 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 yeah. And your wife Claudia has. Don't you have a name for your running partner? Kelly Slater. Well, I, I I call her my running wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that gets interpreted correctly. <laughs> it's supposed to be funny. I hope people see it that way. But yeah, we've uh, you know one of the things I've had over the years of running, and my running career goes back to 1965, is I've had several running partners, and there's a sort of a bonding that goes on uh, with a running partner. All right, Jim. Well, you're one of the few people who's been able to tell the same amount of jokes at each fun run and have each one of them <laughs> laugh. So, Jim, is there anything you'd like to say for the good of the cause before we leave? Well, once again, I'm looking forward to a great year, uh, and I certainly enjoy working with all the wonderful folks that are part of the Traverse City Track Club and the running community. So it should be a great year. Absolutely. Awesome. Hey, thanks so much, Jim. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. That was a great interview with Jim Graham. Let's transition to this year's Bayshore. Lisa. Bayshore. It's uh, the, the half filled in six hours. The um, the 10K filled oh last week sometime, which is way ahead of last year. It didn't fill until late January last year. And the, the marathon is ahead of schedule for filling, and we only have about 500 spots left. Wow. And we're hoping for um, you know a good influx in January because that's when a lot of people make decisions about whether they're going to do mm -hmm. a May, late May event, and they got to start their training program. So 
um, yeah, we're, we're, uh, the, the, um, the benefits this year that are new, uh, we're going to have pacers in the marathon. That's so exciting. Yeah. We found that, uh, a really great group that also does the Charlevoix marathon and they're just wonderful people who develop these really personal relationships with the runners during the marathon and, and they're they hit their goals and they're amazing. Um, so we're excited about that group. Um, our TCTC training class um, hit its cap last week and wow. people people were begging to get in. Um, so that has 27 people in it and they're all going to be getting ready for one of the Bayshore events. Um, and a shout out to our, our instructor, Amy Dykhouse, who just does an incredible job of individualizing those programs for people. Um, the kids race will be back again. And last year at its debut year, we had 500. And so our long-term goal is to maybe get a thousand kids in that someday. So, um, those are just, uh, the basics of, of Bayshore, but stay tuned for your Bayshore newsletters that are going to be coming out to you on a regular basis that will tell you about, um, more and more benefits that we're adding to the event as, as we go through every year. And if you're on the fence about pulling the trigger for that, um, Bayshore Marathon, it kind of sounds like you should do it. Yeah. (laughs) 500 Mm -hmm. spots left. That's, that's not a lot, Mm -mm. especially this, um, this early on. Uh, so we're going to go into talking about the spring grants uh, cycle. So it's the 2020 spring grant cycle season. If you are involved in a program that promotes, supports, and encourages running and walking, promotes health, family, and individual recreation and competition, consider applying for a grant to help support your mission. The track club helps so many in the community to really I think we got to take advantage of this. Tart Trails is one of them. We love supporting them too. The local high schools. Yep, exactly. Want to take um, advantage of it. The Traverse City Track Club endowment grant applications are available the last week in January through March 1st. And Lisa said an email will be going out to remind you of that. And if you need more information, I'll be listing the website soon. Uh, there's also scholarships available. Um, don't forget, listeners, the Track Club Awards scholarships. We have so much talent here in northern Michigan, and annual scholarships are available to graduating high school seniors or current college students and adults from Antrim, Benzie, Grand Traverse, Kalkaska, or Leelanau County. Eligible students will, um, will have demonstrated involvement with running as a high school student or college athlete or through participation in organized running events. And I, I just wanted to add, too, that um, last year we gave out 35000 in scholarships to 21 students. Wow. And then um, our grants uh, typically in each cycle are around $50,000 per cycle. And so um, that, along with some other ways that we give back to our community, um, we're, we average about... $200,000 a year in charitable giving. I, I find that fascinating. This is something that I really love bringing to the podcast because I wasn't aware of all of this. I knew it was there. It was kind of in the background, but this is such a core part of what the track club does. You guys got to know about it and mm-hmm. get involved. Find out if you've got those college students <clears throat> or those high school students, they've got the potential. They're part of the community. Um, Check out tctrackclub.com slash charitable gifts and find out more information. Yeah. And even, you know, you might have a a kid in school or something that's involved in a running activity at their school. You know, this is where you can touch base with administration and say, hey, you know, why not? Do we need something? You know, do we need something that's going to help with a running or walking? Did you know this was available? Yeah. And they can apply for these grants. So spread the word. You know, it's not just up to the administration's job to do that. And the only requirement is that, um, well, there's two things. You, you need to be a nonprofit and it has to relate to our mission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So cross training. Let's flex our thinking muscles with some trivia. Who founded the Traverse City Track Club in 1962? Is it A, Jim Graham, B, Dave, Dave Taylor, C, Hannah Lay, or D, George Kuhn? Ooh, Ooh I have no tuned. clue. But yeah. before we get to that, uh, I just want to provide a friendly reminder of what the TC Track Club's mission is. 
So the Traverse City Track Club promotes and encourages health, fitness, fellowship, community service, family recreation, and, co and competition via running and walking. And we welcome all ages and abilities. But now... Drum roll, please, Mr. Brrr. Jeff. The trivia answer is D. George Kuhn founded the Traverse City Track Club in 1962, which, Jeff, last year... You won his. Uh, you won his award. That was kind of a big deal. I was. I That's was cheesing from ear to ear with it. <laughs> I was not expecting that it was award. Quite but the honor. Yeah, I'm excited to see who uh, who's going to take the reins this year. It should mm -hmm. be a good. And there's a lot of great people who have been doing a lot of great stuff for the track club. So, should be interesting. Now, now Lisa, tell us a little bit more about George Kuhn. So, uh, George Kuhn. Well, and, and I'll just add to that, it couldn't have been Dave Taylor because he was born in 1963. So. <laughs> time machine, time machine, Lisa. Hannah could have thrown some people yeah, off. Yeah. Uh, um, Jim Graham, he would have been just a little guy <laughs> if he founded it. But George Kuhn is uh, one of my most favorite role models, not just for running, but for being a human being. Um, he, when he was a, an instructor at NMC in, you know, the sixties, he just wanted some people to run with. And so he created the Traverse City Track Club. And the first program was the summer series of 10 races. And pretty much the summer series, one of our programs that we offer annually for free, <laughs> along with so many other great things. It is the best deal best in town. Deal in town. Um, uh, he just wanted people to run with. And so the series has these 10 races and the people who came out to run with George were um, students at NMC. And so for many years, the, the um, Traverse City Track Club was the summer series and mm. it was founded by George and George, uh, was involved with the club up until very recently, but decided um, that the day that he could no longer run would be the day that he would um, step down as president for the club. And so um, George had a, a hip replacement. And by the way, running does not cause the need for hip replacements. <laughs> That's another podcast. That's a whole running, other episode. Running yeah. makes your joints so much stronger and healthier. Runners have healthier joints than non-runners, hmm. period. Okay, but back to George. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he he um, he turned in his res resignation right around 2006 as the president. Um, wow. And he was also a real fan of simplicity. And I think that as the executive director for the organization, I've tried to remain true to that commitment that, that he made to the club mm -hmm. is to, you know, do whatever you can to get more people involved. And the summer series was 10 cents a race. Oh, that's cute. And he fought and fought and fought when we tried to move it up to a quarter. <laughs> a race. So um, that's just a little bit about George Kuhn. And I understand you guys are going to be talking to him soon. Hopefully. We're hoping so. Yeah. yeah you're going to help us uh, set that up. Is right. That right. Yep. We're going to go into his uh, living room or kitchen and, Really turn the heat up, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so George still walks. He um, um, he uses uh, walking poles. And if if it's not raining, he will be on his recumbent bike. But if it's raining and the conditions are not safe for biking, he'll be out with his um, walking poles. Hmm. And he's, I think he's in his late 80s. Oh, we're excited to uh, hopefully have him on one day. Uh, now it's time to toe the line where we talk about a couple upcoming races. Uh, the biggest one that's coming up for the track club is called the Frozen Foot 5 Mile. And that occurs on Saturday, January 18th in the morning. And it's before the annual TC Track Club Awards Banquet. So that one is always a really fun one that brings out a ton of TC Track Club members. Uh, one big reason is because it's included in your membership. So <laughs> make sure you uh, become a member, first of all, and uh, sign up today. That's always a really fun day because you've got the frozen foot in the morning. 
and then the awards banquet that evening. And this year, there's going to be a pre-banquet uh, potluck at Silver Spruce. It's not really an official track club thing. It's more we all just are looking for an excuse to kind of hang out more. And we love food, so why not do it a food-centered thing? But um, bring a dish to pass and your reusable silverware and plates to Silver Spruce. It's going to be 4 to 6 p.m. And that's January 18th. Um, before the banquet and uh, it might be a good opportunity too to carpool so we don't have too many people um, too many cars and things like that absolutely and as a reminder it's uh, always a fun thing to do if you can't run or you just want to be involved in the race somehow is to volunteer Uh, the way you can uh, volunteer is to go to tctrackclub.com and there's a volunteer section and just like signing up for a race you kind of sign up to be a volunteer at certain races and it's a really great thing to do and you know it's it's always great to say thank you to those people who are you know on the sidelines cheering you on because they bring you the spirit you need to get across that finish line so why not repay the uh, the nice gift that they give you and those, those opportunities are always about two hours in length and very specific description of what your role is going to be. And all of our, all of our races, with the exception of Bayshore, have a link to volunteer opportunities. And we're getting more and more um, as, as time goes by. And um, I know that uh, Frozen Foot still has some spots, so... I know with a lot of the races, too, they have opportunities for you to volunteer and still participate. So Good point. There, there's always right. that, that opportunity as well. And we'll always make note of that. So uh, look for those opportunities can still run, too. Yeah. So a few other races that we'd like to talk about that aren't necessarily sanctioned by the Traverse City Track Club, and we're not getting paid to announce them, but we really think that they're a lot of fun to participate in, and we think you would, too. So, Jess, what's your favorite one? Uh, I absolutely love the Betsy Bay Frozen 5K. I grew up going to Alberta Beach with my family since um, I think my mom was still pregnant for me. Uh, So we've just spent so much time on the bluffs there and it starts on the Alberta Overlook and you run almost all the way around Betsy Bay and you end in Frankfurt. This is their 10th annual. It's for a really good cause. I've been doing this one since I think 2013. Um, I think I missed only one year, but it's been one I've been doing since before you even moved to town. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's really fun. It started out really small. It's for a great cause. It's really fun, dog friendly. This is definitely a go out and have fun run. There's you never know what kind of weather you're going to get. You're right there on Lake Michigan. Party at Storm Cloud after. But it's just this just has such a good energy and really fun raffle. A lot of um community partners get involved in a ton of donations it's uh, it's a really good one um the betsy bay frozen 5k they do have a facebook event page they're always putting fun posts out there so go check them out what's the date of that one that is a good question let me pull that up really quick that is going to be um saturday february 15th so jeff and i always treat it it's always around valentine's day so this is jeff and i's like date race oh cool <laughs> so we always celebrate celebrate you know the the romantic holiday with with a really nice frigid cold run and a pint after <laughs> not this year just not this year yeah again i'll probably be walking this one especially down that really yeah. icy hill yeah lisa do you have any that are you know kind of your your race that you like to do? Well, you know, I definitely... Or ones you like to participate in. Yeah, well, um, I love the um, the Cherry Festival 5K. Um, mm-hmm. But, and I know you're going to, I'll let you talk about Big Little Hero Run. What, oh, yeah, that's that's I'll a just, that's a nice one over at uh, the NMC campus. And it uh, supports the uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of... Traverse City or Grand Traverse. So and that that's actually a program uh, back in college I was involved in. I uh, had a little brother, so and I still talk to him today. He was like nine when I met him, and he's 22 now. So oh. I really love that run for many reasons. And it's a nice out and back on the uh, kind of mirrors the Bayshore course a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the kids get to dress up in fun costumes. Not just kids dress up. Okay. Everybody oh, kids can dress up. I think the parents <laughs> dig it more than uh, the kids, but... 
Well, yeah. what, and I like that one too because I think that part of how it's managed is to, um, they give the students the experience of um, managing an event, and so this it's part of the experience of being an NMC student hmm. to learn how to manage events, yeah. which is a complicated thing. Right. Oh, absolutely. And Jeff, the green dress hash. Oh, I'm not sure if this one's happening, but I've I've done Keep it, it on your radar. I've you done wear it before. Dress. Yeah, everybody, everybody wears including a green the dress. fellas, uh-huh. uh, wears a green dress. And if uh, you've never done a hash run, uh, it's kind of where there's a hare and hashers. The hare lays the trail, and you go out and run and try to find the trail. And at the end, a uh, beverages are near. So. It's a really fun, um, a very fun, very globally historic kind of thing um, it's not a necessarily the, thing right? yeah, the, yeah the hash run that is the the green dress we just add our own spin to but if you you have some time to do some googling check out traditional hash runs yeah it's, and this, it's fun and this one the green dress hash run is usually around the saint patrick's holiday time frame hence mm-hmm. the green dress okay. so uh and the last one that uh we always get a kick out every year is trail fest out at Timber Ridge. And, I love this one yeah. too. And sometimes the course is complete ice and snow and some years it's bone dry and it's 40 degrees and you know you have your kind of traditional early spring uh, trail run. So it's a lot of fun. It's really well put together. There's always a fun relay the night before on Friday and then the race occurs uh, Saturday morning. Not sure if uh, the date has been released released for it yet, but the Traverse City Trail Festival Trail Running Festival this year is going to be April 24th. Um, and that is the Friday um, event. So that's going to be a it's like a 10k relay. You've got two people and one person runs a 5k and then tag we high five. Or a little tushy slap, which is always really fun. Tushy slap. <laughs> tushy slap. Right. For married nice couples only. <laughs> or good friends. <laughs> um, and then the, the following day in the morning is when you have the, the individual events. This is something that I love doing every year. It, there's a 10K, 25K, and 50K individual races that Saturday morning. Entries, um, I believe you get a um, free beverage from Shorts. They're there. It's a great energy. Really enjoy it. You don't know what the weather is going to be. So each year is really quite spectacular. It's a great representation of spring in Michigan. It's a little scary to do when you're training for Bayshore, but it's great practice in Mm -hmm. going out and having fun. Mm -hmm. If you are signed up for a Bayshore event, which usually I am, I pick, I try to do the race that's appropriate for me for that season or just know, hey, you know what, I'm going to walk this icy patch or this hill, but I have to participate in the trail running festival every year. I absolutely love it. It's so much fun. It's right out my backyard. Beautiful (laughs) state forest. Um, It's a beautiful, beautiful area to run. This has been a ton of fun. Lisa, do you have any final words? For the podcast? I just want to remind everybody to renew. Um, We are on a trajectory right now that has been going strong for the last six years. Last year, with 1,049 members, I mean, it would be awesome to to at least match that. So I haven't, I keep forgetting to renew. It's really easy to do. You just go to tctrackclub.com and go to our membership and it will take you everywhere you need to go to renew. And then bring along some new people, you know, yeah. be, help us achieve our mission and recruit some new people. I just signed up or renewed a couple days ago. And what I found really handy, speaking of bringing in new people, is before you complete your sign up, there's a button that you can push where you can buy a membership for someone else. So get that friend signed up. Any uh, final words from Jess? Yeah, I just want to say thank you guys, listeners, for all of your feedback. We really, really appreciate it. We've been getting a lot of feedback about the sound quality, and we are working on it. Thank you so much for letting us know. We are recording this with rudimentary equipment in our kitchen dining room area we've got the sounds of 8th street i've got i don't know if you can hear a squeaky chair i'm sitting in but we're doing our best thank you keep the feedback coming in we really really appreciate it yeah and if you want to provide any other feedback you can always email us at social at tctrackclub.com and uh 
I just got to say, I, I always have a blast doing this, even editing it all together. It's so much fun. So uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, you can always find this podcast pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, many, many others. And I just want to thank uh, Jeff, Jesse, and Kayla for volunteering their time to do this podcast and to bring um, the club more and more into the modern world. Thank you for joining us today. We kind of um, sent you a message last minute to see if you wanted to do it, and you had that positive attitude and jumped right in. So thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. And Kayla will be back soon, so make sure you send her some love. And uh, everybody, have a great weekend. And as always, happy happy running. running. Runaround Town is a Traverse City Track Club production. The Runaround Town is produced by Jeff Hauser with Chief Running Souls Kayla Six and Jesse Hauser. The views and opinions expressed on the Runaround Town podcast are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or positions of the Traverse City Track Club. The music track is credited to Summer Nights by Liquid, freestockmusic.com, Creative Commons Attribution 3.0, Unported License. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and pretty much anywhere else podcasts are available. Plus, get all your Traverse City Track Club information at tctrackclub.com. And always remember to just run for the fun of it. Hey, Jim, is your refrigerator running? (laughs) (laughs) Should start it out that way. (laughs) Just see how he would respond. (laughs) Hey, Jim, Jeff Hauser, is your refrigerator running? (laughs)